Hello, I'm Shruti Avasti and you're listening to my brand new podcast called The Sunkissed Souls. Hola amigos, it is Shruti Avasti, your constant companion in the world of human stories. And I'm back with another episode of The Sunkissed Souls. Today, our podcast is titled One Life, Many Identities. We will talk about the many identities that interplay with each other when we look at ourselves. So get ready to embark on a journey that's like savoring a bowl of international cuisine. It's diverse, sometimes spicy, occasionally sweet, and always leaves you hungry for more. They say life is a journey, but we believe it's more like a backpack full of souvenirs from every corner of the world, each one representing a unique facet of who you are. So whether you're sipping your chai in Mumbai, munching on tapas in Barcelona, or sharing a bowl of ramen in Tokyo, this episode is your passport to exploring the flavors of identity that make you, well, delightfully you. Now, why? is it crucial to explore the global mosaic of identities? Addressing diverse identities isn't just a social courtesy. It's the secret sauce to understanding, connecting, and building bridges across cultures. Your identity is like a global playlist. Some days it's Bollywood beats. Other days it's a bit of jazz or K-pop. And let's not forget those moments when your identity is the acoustic version of a classic rock anthem. Unplugged, but still rocking. Today is an invitation to join the worldwide carnival of identities. So without further ado, let's dive into One Life, Many Identities. Let's begin today's journey with my biggest identity character. I'm a woman. And because I'm a woman, I must make unusual efforts to succeed. Because if I fail, no one will ever say, she doesn't have what it takes. They will say, women don't have what it takes. It's a quote by Claire Booth Lucci and something that resonates with me very, very deeply and on a personal level. In my honest opinion, the strongest action for a woman is to be herself, love herself and shine amongst those who never believed she could. You see, nobody objects to a woman being a good writer or scientist or manager. If at the same time, she manages to be a good wife, a good mother, good-looking, good-tempered, well-dressed, well-groomed, and unaggressive. Well, who said this in order? Men? Men define intelligence. Men define usefulness. Men tell us what is beautiful. Men even tell us what is womanly. You know how many times I have thought that the rules need to change? Because I have observed that the rules seem to be different for men and women. And if you don't believe me, here are a few examples which I'm sure you'll identify with. And hey, if you are an ally, you will take notice in your next social meetup. When guys are confident, they are seen as assertive and in control. But if a woman shows the same confidence... Suddenly it's, wow, she's a bit too much or why is she so bossy? Have you ever noticed how when guys talk about their accomplishments, it's like, look at him go. 
but when a girl does the same she's often hit with labels like bragging or overconfident or overselling herself guys are praised for being direct it's seen as a sign of strength and character but if a girl cuts to the chase suddenly it's why is she being so harsh or she needs to soften up dude a guy who negotiates for a better deal is savvy a girl doing the same thing might be called pushy or demanding guys can be passionate or frustrated and it's seen as them caring a girl expresses the same emotions you might get labeled as emotional or worse even irrational a guy taking charge is often praised as a leader flip it to a girl doing the same and suddenly she's too controlling or a bit too much confident guys are charismatic confident girls well they might be called arrogant or intimidating you pick the word taylor swift in her very famous interview pointed out that there exists a different lexicon for women and i couldn't agree more my ask from you let's keep talking about it challenge these stereotypes types and aim for a world where everyone gets a fair shot no matter their gender because the only way to preserve what's truly yours and who you truly are is to do what you feel like doing stop listening to the noise outside your head and just breathe and act on what you think you want to do not what you ought to do For all the lovely young and independent females and all the self-confident secure males who stand by us my biggest call out and reflection from my life so far has been this responsibility to yourself means refusing to let others do your thinking talking and naming for you thereby that you do not treat your body as a commodity with which to purchase superficial intimacy or economic security for our bodies to be treated as objects our minds are in mortal danger it means insisting that those to whom you give your friendship and love are also able to respect your mind responsibility to yourself means that you don't fall for shallow and easy solutions pre-digested books and ideas marrying early as an escape from real decision making getting pregnant as an evasion of already existing problems it implies that you refuse to sell your talents and aspirations short and this in turn suggests that we should be resisting the forces in society which say that women should be nice play safe have low professional expectations drown in love and forget about work live through others and stay in the places assigned to us I think it's time that we should have the courage to be different because the difference between a life lived actively and a life of passive drifting is a big one. Once we begin to feel committed to our lives, responsible to ourselves, we can never again be satisfied with the old passive way, the way people and society want us to be. I want us to be able to celebrate the spirit we all have, the spirit of independent womanhood. The second character of my identity is being a woman of color as if just being a woman wasn't enough 
So it becomes all the more crucial to identify patterns that impede our growth. Sharing accomplishments as a woman of color isn't just breaking glass ceilings. It is shattering them at multiple intersections. It's about proving that intelligence, ambition and success aren't limited to a single identity, but can thrive at the crossroads of womanhood and racial diversity. It has been brought to my notice a number of times that I don't sound Southeast Asian at all. or that my english is supposedly very good you see these are not compliments these are stereotypes often at the negotiation table i've been offered a lesser wage just because i look different than the rest of my team or maybe the color of my skin defines my iq who knows i've been penalized far too many times in my career for being the passionate fiery indian woman where all i was trying to be was assertive and bring diverse perspectives without conforming to established norms if only i knew my place in the world i would have risen by leaps and bounds like a lot of others but then i think is being successful at the cost of being untrue to myself even an option tinker with these thoughts cuz i don't have an answer to these questions but maybe you have and i would love to hear your views <laughs> third pillar of my identity is that i'm a proud and practicing hindu who follows the ancient practices of one of the oldest and still relevant civilizations in the world sanatan dharma we were being vegetarians and vegans when it wasn't even considered cool or hip we were practicing intermittent fasting and sustainability when being woke literally meant that you've gotten up after a long sleep mainly during frosty winters i kid you not we are the country that gave the world algebra yoga meditation and in most recent times covid-19 vaccinations we are the country to have the largest biometric identity based financial solutions with the fastest payment system in the world So can you imagine my horror when I was interviewing for jobs as an immigrant and people asked me do you have credit cards in India do you have wallets in India yes we have we also have qr code based payments and real time payments where even a roadside stall vendor will accept cashless payments without having to know my email id or phone number Hinduism particularly in the context of Ayurveda recognizes the importance of sattvic living that means adopting a lifestyle that promotes purity and balance and non-violence as it comes to killing of animals for food consumption when i chose a non-alcoholic lifestyle it is in harmony with this philosophy emphasizing mental clarity physical well-being and spiritual awareness hinduism also emphasizes fulfilling one's duty or dharma and understanding the consequences of actions karma your identity may involve a spiritual connection seeking to lead a purposeful life it is this interplay between one's duties and the consequences of actions that forms the foundational aspect of hindu philosophy that helps me make conscious good deeds and acts of selfless service for others 
Being an Indian and a Hindu woman are parts of my identity that I was born with, but I also chose to carry with me as I move forward in life because it grounds me, provides me with the foundational strength and wisdom to lead my life in a calm, peaceful, sustainable, non-violent way. I think today's generation calls it conscious consumerism. We have been calling it ahimsa merely for the past 2000 years. And the best thing about Hinduism is You can believe in many gods and be a Hindu. You can believe in one god and be a Hindu. You can believe in all the religions of the world and be a Hindu. You can be an atheist and be a Hindu. And in the last but not the least, you cannot believe in anything and still be a Hindu because there are no dogmas that are associated with Sanatan Dharma. And that's why I am so proud of it. Coming to the fourth and the last pillar of my identity are the various roles that I play in my personal life a daughter a sister a partner and in my professional life of that of a leader by now i'm sure that you have understood and noted my knack to pen down poems to rein in my flowing emotions so here it is in the narrative of life a woman stands bold a myriad of stories different colors unfold she's the first gen whisper of a distant land carrying dreams stitched with hope in her hand a woman of color she paints with grace her journey a dance a vibrant embrace from temples of faith to city streets her roots run deep grounding her feet in the workforce she's a leader and she's kind too navigating challenges breaking barriers and true a daughter she carries the weight of tradition bringing old and new with gentle precision her heritage a lantern in the night guiding her steps with wisdom's light balancing dreams with shared endeavors their union a symphony that lasts forever in the dance of identities she finds her power a hindu goddess blooming like a lotus flower challenges may come like storms at sea yet she sails with grace wild and free independent spirit a flame untamed she's the melody in a world unnamed her strength arises from the depths within a phoenix rising destined to win for she's not defined by boxes or walls but by the echo of courage each challenge recalls a woman a leader a sister and much much more in the maze of identities she fiercely soars all right so for our last stop on today's episode Let's spill the tea on why women are basically the superheroes of multitasking. You see, it's not just a knack, it's a superpower cultivated from playing so many different roles and juggling a gazillion identities at the same time. Each role brings its own script, its own vibe, and the women in your life are the leading ladies acting every scene to the best. But here's the secret sauce. It's those multiple identities we effortlessly wear. Being a daughter means you have to master the art of diplomacy. especially during those family dinners as a friend you are the go-to person for advice and late night chats motherhood well that's a 24/7 gig where multitasking is basically the job description as a partner you have to be the queen of compromise and coordination and when you step into that leadership role at work you bring a whole cocktail of skills organization empathy and a dash of that multitasking magic toppled with your intellectual wisdom for all the men who are hearing this here's the scoop women aren't just multitasking 
they are conducting a whole lot of responsibilities all while rocking the many hats they wear it's not about being busier it's about being more versatile than a swiss army knife so the next time someone says women are better at multitasking just nod knowingly and get those brownie points that will serve you out in the long run trust me it works and that's a wrap for today my friends the complex dance of identities the superpower of multitasking and the multitude of roles that women effortlessly embody as maya angelo once said each time a woman stands up for herself without knowing it possibly without claiming it she stands up for all women so let's stand up together now dear listeners your stories are part of this storytelling narrative i want to hear your experiences your challenges your victories Share them because your voice adds a unique melody to the chorus of women worldwide. As Eleanor Roosevelt wisely put it, well-behaved women seldom make history. So let's be a little unruly and badass. Remember, your silence will not protect you. So speak up, share your truth and let's continue this empowering conversation. Embrace your many roles, celebrate your identities. and let your story be a beacon for others together we are rewriting the narrative one episode at a time subscribe to the sunkissed souls and let's make history together hit that share button spread the word and let's create a community where our stories resonate inspire and empower so until next time keep embracing your many identities keep shining bright and keep rewriting those narratives and as i always say stay sunkissed